Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. I don't know about you guys, but the second that Catch and Kill, the new book by Ronan Farrow, hit newsstands and hit Audible, Bradley and I both downloaded it and we're promptly listening to, to it. We think you should be doing the same. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, and one of the things that this book is doing is kind of making us rethink our perception of celebrities as they are... Celebrities. <laughs> well... It's true. As the way they're being sold, sold uh, by the tabloids. No, that was an uh, unintentional great point you just made there. Mm-hmm. So you're absolutely right. And look, there are so many thoughts that I've had, and I'm sure you feel the same way. I know as we've uh, listened to this book, by the way, we're listening to the audio book. You can uh, obviously download, read it, buy it, read it, mm-hmm. download, listen. That's what we've chosen to do, because just for me in my life, it's so much easier to get through something like that in a 10 hour, you know, fits and starts in the car or in the morning when I'm taking the dog on a walk. And as I've been listening, I've been struck by a number. What are you laughing at? Come on. I'm sorry. No, okay. I'll I just want to make sure we didn't need to address it. We don't. Need so to as I've been listening, I've had like 50 different thoughts. I know you have as well. But one of the things that I've started to think a lot about, because like you, um, I do this thing where I start to, you know, connect dots based on, you know, all the other things that are in my head. So mm-hmm. when I'm listening to Ronan Farrow in Catch and Kill talk about what, for example, Rose McGowan has had to go through in her career, um, I start to connect other dots. And And one of the things you learn in this book is that people who have things to hide People who are powerful and are trying to accomplish nefarious means will often have things at their disposal to shape the public perception about different things and people. And one of those tools is, t- is the tabloid. Mm-hmm. And one of the things you learn in Rowan and Farrow's book is about tabloids like the National Enquirer, uh, Radar Online, etc., and how they have been used for years to push out negative stories about celebrities and other individuals that someone higher up on the food chain would like to change your mind about, usually because those people are trying to sue, those people have a criminal claim, those people have made allegations that put the more powerful figure in a negative light. And so as I've heard Ronan Farrow describe how National Enquirer, how Radar Online were used to shape the public's perception of not only... um, Rose McGowan, but others connected to the Me Too movement um, that the actress and forgive me, I can't remember her name. She's a model and an actress from Italy and the Philippines. Uh, Gutierrez is her last name. Yes, she is the one who we heard uh, secretly taping Harvey Weinstein as he's trying to get her to watch him take a shower after he admits to previously sexually assaulting her. Yep. And so... um, 
tabloids have been used to paint her in a horrible light, to bring up things about her that would make you question her credibility, to mistrust anything that comes out of her mouth. Now, so I'm thinking about those things, and I think to myself, self, duh, have you been listening to the Colleen and Bradley show or like been on planet Earth for the last 10 years? Right. But here it is actually in black and white, and it really just gave me this opportunity to think, wow, I bet a lot of the ideas, the sort of rogues gallery of celebrity impressions that I have tossing around in my head, I bet a lot of those are crafted far more uh, because of stories like the ones that I just shared with you without even realizing it. So, like, to what extent all of our impressions of celebrities are shaped without us actually knowing it. And, you know, when, as I'm hearing you talk about that, you mentioned the National Enquirer and Radar Online. And I can hear the objections of people who might be listening to this who are being cautious about what they'll accept. And that's a good thing to be, right? To be critical yeah, about sure. what you're being told. Um, but I can hear people objecting by saying, I don't read the National Enquirer. I don't read Radar Online. But trust us, because we traffic in um, tabloids the way that, Stories about celebrities specifically are written. They typically will draw from other sources in order to tell the story. So while you may not read uh, the National Enquirer or Radar Online, I guarantee you that at least at some point in your life, you've read a tabloid story about a celebrity that is drawn from reporting from one of those tabloids. It also shocks me how little the American public or just the public at large understands where what is journalism and what isn't journalism? Yeah. Like, for example, I've had people say to us, like, you're journalists, X, Y, or Z. And I'm like, well, we're not actually. Yeah, let me spit take for a yeah, moment there. Which is, yeah, right? Which means we are not necessarily held to the same integrity that a, an actual journalist is. Um, we're allowed to, we're like editorial. We, we just have just opinions. Like, yeah, yeah, we just talk, we bloviate, whatever. The same is actually true for most tabloids. They don't, they're not necessarily no, held they're to They're not the, doing journalism for the most part. Right. I mean, they, they may have some standards that help protect them from being um, like legally culpable for spreading a story, but they're not like held to the same high standards of journalistic integrity. And so they can do that. They can write a tabloid story that tells about an angle on a celebrity that is, you know, very much. So, meant to help shape your opinion of them and then that will get picked up by other tabloids it's like playing telephone so very often and, and you will hear us and I, I think the one thing that we are that i am proud of us for doing is that we will we will often talk about a story and say this tabloid is telling us this and within the tabloid this is who's actually telling us this and these are why you sh or this is why or this individual is why or this outlet is why you should maybe take a moment and rethink what you're hearing or appreciate in context what it is that you're being told because it may be coming and we often say from inside the house so for example uh -huh. we will say when we hear a story in people magazine uh, ascribed to an exclusive source or something like that yep. attributed rather to an exclusive source or some such thing it's clear probably that it's coming from the celebrity or somebody who benefits from making the celebrity look a certain way. Right. Right. So if it's like, so, you know, this celebrity says blah, 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 and ex a source exclusively told people magazine, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. What I'm saying is we 
we try to provide a little bit of context because we're aware yep. that people are trying to play us. It used to be you'd read the tabloids and be like, oh, I hate Angelina Jolie and I think Jennifer Aniston got a wrong deal. Well, okay, I get it, right? Like, you're not thinking very deeply about Jennifer Aniston or uh, Angelina Jolie because it's pop culture. It's fun. Right. You don't really have to think that deeply about it. But at the end of the day, when when you sit across the table from someone and they're telling you, like you've had this experience where you go sit with like friends or like a relative and they're like, oh, tell me what's really going on with that Jennifer Aniston. I yeah. can't stand that biatch. Yeah. And you're like, well, that's interesting that yeah. you have such a like visceral opinion about someone. And it's those opinions, I think, very often unintentionally are being formed without people giving much thought to who is behind making you think them. It's not to say that everything is suspect, but it is to say, like, you should be more thoughtful and careful because here, for example, with Ronan Farrow and Catch and Kill are two very solid, not conspiracy theory, but just in black and white examples of the lengths that individuals will go to manipulate people's perceptions and attitudes. And those perceptions and attitudes have actual consequences. Absolutely. They they literally ruined the career of this Gutierrez woman. I mean, she had a nervous breakdown. She yes, she got a million dollar settlement, but essentially that ruined her career. She was not able to pursue the career that she wanted to. She ended up, you know, having all sorts of personal issues. And at the end of the day, you know, it's not like that she's the most worse off individual, but still that was a real thing that happened. Well, and you look at the career of uh, Rose McGowan and I mean, she has, she probably has suffered the most publicly, I will say uh, in terms of how she's been represented by the tabloid media at the hands of Harvey Weinstein and his, his entire network of people who were there to help hold together this lie that he was living. Um, She's the one that suffered the most greatly because publicly people were calling her names were um, and and the the louder she spoke up, the more those voices tried to shout her down, calling her crazy, acting like she was um, unstable, that she had issues that, you know, who knows any number of things tearing her apart. And the more that happened, the louder she would get, which is not how everybody reacts to that type of pressure. Um, But she really did continue to stand up to it. And it's not also that you can't be critical of Rose McGowan. It's not like she hasn't made mistakes. Absolutely. That she isn't a person who has struggled with things and therefore may find it more difficult to navigate some things that other people chose to handle in a different way. It doesn't mean that you have to pit them against each other. But the mere fact that we're focusing on Rose McGowan and not, say, Harvey Weinstein. I mean, that's another thread in this book, Catch and Kill with Ronan Farrow, where he's exposing, among other things, Harvey Weinstein is that... That, you know, one of the biggest things that they said about uh, I'm at the book or I'm at the part of the book now where NBC studio like NBC News is essentially trying to, like, put the kibosh on this story. They're mm-hmm. like, well, let's take a pause. Let's just stop for a moment. Mm-hmm. Let's do some due diligence. Let's do some things. And one of the excuses they give is that, like, who really knows what a Harvey Weinstein is anyway? Does anybody really care? And it's like, wow, that's interesting. So people have all sorts of opinions about Rose McGowan, who isn't in control of anyone's right. livelihood right. most days, yet someone who is literally responsible for many award-winning films, some of the most you know, important projects at that time going on in Hollywood and connected to literally the most powerful people in the country, including but not limited to former presidents. Uh-huh. 
oh, people aren't going to be interested in him. Because he's not a big name or a big face. But yet the focus is on crazy Rose McGowan. And and also, when you look at it critically, you realize that Harvey Weinstein had not only himself, Harvey Weinstein, but the entire network of people there supporting him um, and, and hiding his behaviors. And Rose McGowan was just but one person. Yeah. And so... Of course she made mistakes. There is no handbook for what she was going through. And she was acting, you know, she was doing this kind of on an island by herself where Harvey Weinstein had committed these acts so many times that they had an entire, like, they had a plan for how to handle it. Yeah. So, you know, you do start to see how we've been manipulated in the past years before this all kind of came above board and we were able to shine a light on it. You, if you really can be reflective and think back to how you may have perceived situations based on the story that you were being told through the tabloids and who benefited from that. So just listen to us, form your opinions based on ours and you will have no problems in the world. (laughs) Exactly. We'll do the work for you. It's that easy. See how easy it is. (laughs) And when we come back, Elizabeth Reese is going to do some of the heavy lifting and we'll tell you what to think about the dirt she brings (laughs) from Hollywood after this on My Talk 107.1. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. The wonderful Elizabeth Reese has arrived with a heaping helping of dirt. Hello. Hello. The dirt alert. It's time to alert it, my friends. Gina Rodriguez issuing a second apology. Uh, I think this was wise for her to do the second apology because the first didn't quite do the trick. like, I'm sorry if If you were offended. If I offended, that is, okay, let's just, let's have a little lesson in apology training. We're going to do it right now. Yeah. I'm sorry if I offended you. So that's not an apology. No. It's just not. I'm sorry if I hurt your feelings. What you're doing when you're saying that, and we all have to work on this. We all work on this in our own relationships. I'm not saying I get this right all the time. If I was crafting a statement, I would get it right. I don't always get it right in my own life. But when you say, I'm sorry if I hurt your feelings, you're putting the onus on the other person. That's essentially saying, you're too sensitive, Colleen. Colleen, Mm -hmm. I'm sorry if I hurt your feelings. You're, that's that means, your fault. That's your problem. I, what I did was not a problem. Your reaction you to it, it is, the is the problem. Yes. Okay. So you are so right. So when you are saying, I'm sorry if I offended anyone by singing along to the Fugees to a song that I love and grew up on. I love Lauren Hill. Many fans deemed this insincere as she appeared to apologize for liking the song instead of addressing the implications of her actions. And if you missed it, what yeah, she did I was, was she filmed herself rapping along to the Fuji song, Ready or Not. And she said the N-word, which is part of the lyrics. So then late last night, she gave it another shot. And she said in song or real life, the words that I spoke should not have been spoken. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I grew up loving the Fugees and Lauren Hill. I thoughtlessly sang, al- sang along to the lyrics of a favorite song, and even worse, I posted it. The word I sang carries with it a legacy of hurt and pain that I cannot even imagine. Whatever consequences I face for my actions today, none will be more hurtful than the personal remorse I feel. Watching my own video playing back at me has shaken me to my core. It is humiliating that this has to be a public lesson, but is it is indeed a much-deserved lesson. I feel so deeply protective and responsible to the community of color, but I've let this community down. I have some serious learning and growing to do, and I'm so deeply sorry for the pain that I have caused. Gina, that's an apology. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. you could have done that in the first place. That's an apology. But she... I think she's had some troublesome statements in the past. Yeah, yeah she mm-hmm. has. Um, she's, yeah, she's tripped over her own words before. And you know, I mean, let's be fair... A lot of us, when when we are, when someone says, hey, what you did wasn't right, your immediate reaction is to recoil and go, well, that's your problem, not mine. And that's right. a defense yeah. mechanism. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I get it. That is, that's a defense mechanism. Yeah. That happens to all of us. We don't necessarily handle it the best way. But I think when you can just logically think that what an apology is, an understanding of that can help you really move. Then you don't have to do two statements. Right. You just start with, I am sorry. Yeah. I offended you. Yeah. Not if I offended you. Yep. I am sorry. I offended mm. you. Yeah. And I, for that, I am deeply sorry. Yes. Also, just from like a celebrity standpoint, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Right? Like, what are you doing? Who's like, who, who was like, well, and who thought that that was, because I can hear people out there making the argument, well, you can't sing a song. I know. But you can do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Um, but there will be consequences. But, right. but also, if you're an adult and you can do whatever you want, there'll be consequences. Also, not only will there be consequences, but like that was the piece of the song that you wanted to share right. with the world. Right. Like, right. What were you thinking? I mean, it's she just clearly it was wasn't. so it was just so tone deaf. When I watched, it, I just kept going, what? Yeah. What makes you go? Oh, yeah, I'm going to post that. I'm going to post yeah. that. I'm gonna post that. We shouldn't post. No big deal. No. Neil Patrick Harris posted something. His hand. And the surgery that he had to undergo Mm. after an infection caused by a sea urchin. I mean... What do I always say? Don't touch sea urchin? I say oceans are for looking at (laughs) and not for touching, Colleen. Oh, I will tell you. That's so true. That's what I say. I was snorkeling off the coast of the okay. Caribbean oh, island. So wow. everything you just said sounded real D-baggy. <laughs> I can relate to the story. No, I will tell you that, um, but seriously though, because yeah. I do like to snorkel. Yeah. And when I have, and you see sea urchins, I get so scared because I'm like, you can eat they need to tap. I don't, ooh, it's nasty. Yeah, oh, it's yeah. gross. No, I like yeah. it. I think it's good. I think you maybe haven't had it's it like prepared. It's like boogers. Well. Why would you eat that? Yeah, but all sorts of stuff. People eat snot rocks, which are oysters. People actually yeah. eat boogers. So Ew. That's true. That's true. <laughs> I do like Sorry. fried oysters. But anyway, um, no, my point is like, I get really freaked out when I see them and I always have to wear my little sh- my little water shoes because I'm afraid I'm going to step on them. I'm them. afraid. I like water shoes even in lakes. I'm afraid of everything. And oh, I, lakes I don't, scare me. Yeah, I don't Brown like, water is bad. I don't like untreated water. <laughs> I like the ocean because it's crystal clear and you can see to the bottom, hopefully. Yeah, but there are lots yeah, of things that can kill you. Yes. Here's what happened to Neil Patrick Harris. He had to have surgery yesterday after a sea urchin spine got caught in his hand ah! while he was in <sighs> Croatia two months ago. And it caused an infection. Here's what he posted. Turns out it pierced through a tendon. Well, thanks to the surgical talents of Dr. Dan Polach and his team, I'm officially urchin-free and on the mend. So he was climbing cliffs when he tripped and hand-planted onto a sea urchin. 
He has to wear this hand elevating contraption for the foreseeable future. And all in all, though, I have to say, this is Neil Patrick Harris. Uni is still delicious. <laughs> Wait, he said that? Yeah, yeah that's, that's awesome. Yeah, that's what he said in his post. That's awesome. I do have a really sad story to tell you. Oh, geez. And okay. this is about right. the um, the star of the television show Tarzan back oh, in the day. This, oh, is, this is such a weird this is story. So bizarre. This is making a lot of headlines. His wife was stabbed to death at his home and police fatally shot the suspect. So Ron Ely played Tarzan on TV. His home is a crime scene. His wife was murdered. Santa Barbara Sheriff's deputies responded to a domestic disturbance at his property, found an elderly woman dead inside with stab wounds. And then a responder describing an elderly gentleman on the scene saying his son was somehow involved in the incident. Oh, my gosh. He and his wife had been married um, for many years. They had three children together. She was 62. The sheriff is not confirming the suspect's identity, but it's sounding like it might be their son. Their son. Oh, that's so terribly sad. Yeah. Um, Thanks for ending it on a down note. Yeah, I don't know what happened. Um, It was kind of dark the whole time. We need somebody to play our 30-second pop culture challenge. 651-641-1071. 30 seconds. Five pop culture questions. Get them all right. You'll win a prize. We are going to give you 30 seconds to answer five pop culture questions. We do it every day at 1230 on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 107.1. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. And this is your 30-second pop culture challenge. Hey, girl. Who's on the phone today? Thanks for asking. We have Stephanie on the line. And what is Stephanie playing for? Stephanie's playing for a big fat one of these. A MyTuck 1071 t-shirt. Stephanie, the timer will begin after I ask the first question. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okie doke. Here we go. Jessica Biel was a star on what WB family series? Uh, Seventh Heaven. Me and Bobby McGee was the last hit song for which singer? Pass. What is the name of the snowman in Frozen? Ooh, pass. The band Daft Punk is from what country? Australia? Nope. Uh, Pass. Steve Carell yells Kelly Clarkson in what comedy movie? 40-Year-Old Virgin. What is the name of the snowman in Frozen? I'm so sorry that you did not get all those questions correct and thus did not win the 30-second pop culture challenge. However, you can play it again tomorrow because we do it every day at 1230 on the Colleen and Bradley show. Let's answer those questions that Stephanie did not get correct. Me and Bobby McGee was sung by... Not by Cher, but by Janis Joplin. Janis Joplin. And uh, the snowman in Furzen is Olaf. The band Daft Punk is from France. <laughs> I didn't even know that. Really? No. I I don't. I probably would have said like France or Germany. I knew it was some Euro country. I probably would have said country. Germany because it feels very like Sprocket. Das Punk. Yeah. <laughs> I got to be careful. Careful. Um, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Now that we've answered all those questions, we can move on to self-mysteries uh, in the form of blind items that Holly's brought for us in this segment we call Blinded by the Item. Celebrity gossip mysteries. My favorite kind. For Colleen and Bradley to solve. Here is your first mystery. This illiterate actress made a massive donation to his super PAC, which she thinks will lead to a pardon. Oh, oh, that's Lori Laughlin. 
Girl, what super p- lay pack? your burdens down, honey. Just like buckle in because you're going to jail. Oh my god, is that like a uh-huh. super pack? Uh, I you know I'm not sure. Okay, it's a we good don't question. know. But NT lawyer, the person who wrote this blind item, says that Lori Laughlin made a massive donation to a super pack. We don't know which one. There are many out there, which she thinks will lead to a pardon. Okay, th- what's funny about this? What is funny about this? Like once again, she, she's trying to buy her true, way out of exactly, reality. Exactly. I mean, that's fresh. It's real. It is right. This is like poetic. I wonder if you can look that up. So I'm going to start doing some digging. Okay. Because well, it would have to be because the current mm-hmm. president. Because yeah. who else can give a pardon? Right. Yeah. Also, okay. I'm not going to say anything more. I think we need to move forward. Okay. Uh, and I can have some more opinions off the air. Oh, good. I look forward to those. Is there sure a podcast? Stay positive and funny to? today. <laughs> Let's talk about adultery in our next blind item. It's it's my favorite thing to talk about. Oh. I'm just kidding. Oh my God, is, are things okay at home? No, I'm just joking. Okay, are you sure? It, I know, it probably wasn't funny. Go ahead. Off. I wonder if this A-list director knows that his A-list actor friend is hooking up with the best friend of his daughter. Oof. Okay. Wait, what? Woof. Try that again. I wonder if... This A-list director knows that his A-list actor friend is hooking up with the best friend of his daughter. Oh, okay. So it's the best friend of the A-list director's daughter. Yes. That the A-list actor is hooking up with. Yes. Okay. I'm I'm hoping that the daughter's friend is like over 18 and not like Mm. a toddler. Uh, well, yes. Okay, just a toddler. You <laughs> go from checking. eighteen to toddler. Well, you know, I was trying to go for age range. Okay, so hmm. Okay, so let's think about an A-list director. Presumably, you're ha- you're saying has youngish daughters. So this is not like a Martin Scorsese. Scorsese that's experience. where I was first thinking. Not a Martin okay. Scorsese experience. So, okay, but so. Think about an A-list director. Now, this person is an A-list director. And the A-list okay. actor is an A-list actor. actor. Uh-huh. <laughs> and they have worked together. Recently? In the past. Uh, recently, I can't speak to that, but definitely in the past. Within the past 20 years. Is it like um, a Quentin Tarantino? I was thinking the same thing, but then I thought like a Kevin Smith. Okay. Tom, no. Uh... James Cameron. <laughs> No. Rob Reiner. Um, okay. <laughs> We're going up the scale, not down the scale. Uh, this person is known for their comedy movies. The director. Judd Apatow? Oh. And who would be the A-list friend? Uh, Paul Rudd? Could be. Ooh. Headline, <gasps> page six. Judd Apatow and wife Leslie Mann yes. seen in screaming fight in Los Angeles. Oh, I, did see I that. saw that and I was curious about more. Outside of a restaurant, Katsuya, Ooh. the source saying that was just the fight at Katsuya. You should have seen the rest at Pinkberry. Wow. God, that's hilarious. They love their Japanese food, apparently. And frozen yogurt. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let me fill in the blank for you. So I wonder if Judd Apatow knows that. Paul Rudd is hooking up with the best friend of the director's daughter. Now, 
His one daughter, Judd Apatow, has two daughters who he puts in all of his movies. Yay, nepotism. Mm-hmm. Iris Apatow is 17 years old. Maude Apatow is 21 years old. Either way, that's a little young for Paul Rudd. Yeah, but Hollywood High. I know. Hi. I, Hollywood High is right. Thank you. Okay, how about another one? Blinded by the item. By the way, Paul Rudd is 50 years old. Yeah. Moving on. Producers and organizers organizers, organizers want this foreign-born, former A-plus list singer to have the majority of time during this heavily watched athletic performance. This is not sitting well with the A-list everything in her mind performer. Is that J-Lo? She's the A-list everything in her mind. In her mind. And then, of course, who is she going to be with? Um, Shakira, Shakira. Her hips don't lie. So they want Shakira. Also, they call Shakira a... F- oh, yeah. Former A-plus list. Okay. Okay. So read the thing. Producers and organizers of the Super Bowl want Shakira to have the majority of the time on stage during the Super Bowl halftime performance. Wow. And this is not sitting well with Jennifer Lopez. I mean, okay. Th- I can see that story playing out in the sense that Jennifer Lopez wouldn't be happy about that. But I question that decision because Shakira has not really had any big hits recently. My gosh, Shakira, welcome to the show. Uh, I have some some questions for you, Shakira. Um, Are you excited uh, about your preparations for the Super Bowl? Anyway, my point is that I think that that's a mistake in the first place. If if this is true, wouldn't you want J-Lo to like do all her J-Lo-y things? I don't know, though. You put the Pole two up against and... each other. And I mean, they, uh, I feel like Shakira has a deeper well oh, voice for sure. But her catalog is deeper. Don't you think than J-Lo? I can't say that I know a whole lot. I mean, I know... Shakira can speak like four languages, has like a bajillion albums. She is the superior and hit-maker performer. Yes, and Mm hit-maker. And booty shaker. The one that I really know, there's a song of hers from um, an animated movie. Remember when you talk like that? No, but... Okay, Okay, that's not how Okay. Okay. I'm, you guys, I'm in somebody. Okay, it's from Zootopia, oh. the movie. It's a song called "Try Everything," and I love it. And oh, it yeah, makes she me was cry. the gazelle. Yeah, and I love it, and it makes me cry. And so I hope she sings that at the Super Bowl. Thank you. Um, no more time. I'm sad for the blind items. So we will move on when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show. We have to figure out, again, what is going on with Britney Spears. Lord. Another mystery thrown our way. We'll get the Cobra gang together and try to figure this out. After this, on My Talk 1071. We have to put some attention toward Britney Spears' Instagram again. Oh, do we? On the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, hey. And when we've got a question about Britney Spears and what the heck is going on with her, we get to pull together the Cobra Gang. Whenever there's trouble, we're there on the double with the Cobra Gang. If you've got the crime, we've got the time with the Cobra Gang. 
Okay, so um Oh baby when Oh sorry. <laughs> wrong artist. Um okay, yesterday we were looking at Britney Spears Instagram and wondering a lot. Hi everybody, this is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Album, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson. Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Because we had nothing better to do. Because we had nothing better to do. Guess what? Today is no different. Um, she is... She, remember that she changed her hair color? Yeah, to dark to dark brown and then darker and then darker but we were confused about the timeline because we were seeing various posts that indicated different things regarding when she colored her hair and what color she colored it well now guess what what it appears as though she might be back to blonde okay so this is the caption so maybe blondes do have more fun it's not professional hollywood hair and makeup but hey It's real. And I'm watching vacation. (laughs) P.S. Just got out of pool, so hair is wet. Sorry. You know what's so weird? Okay, have you Uh, noticed this? I can't wait to hear what you think is weird, because there's other things that I think are weird, I'm sure. Yeah, um... And she is blonde, by the way, in the in the little video. But what's weird is, do you know, notice how there's this theme of real that comes through in her recent posts it's like this is real Ah. i just did this thing this is it Mm. this is genuine this is for real like she says that very frequently and i always feel like when i see that that she's responding to some criticism or some directive that she's been given that you need to make it clear to people that this is real because we've been pointing out so often that it's not real and by that i mean there are pictures where we're like, I'm not even sure that's her. And then we're like, is she wearing like a wig? Like the one like Samantha wore on Bewitched when she was playing like her evil sis, twin sister or whatever. Right. Like it's there's just this like need to point out like nobody points out in there. Like when I post an Instagram photograph, <laughs> I don't say it's real. It's look at this real thing that's really happening with the real people in my life. So also, real. I also think. Like, when she says it's real, it's probably not real. Well, that's what I'm saying is if you have to say yeah. something like that, you're you're like oddly making people think it's not. Especially because I don't I really don't think this this video that she posted of her with blonde hair. I don't think this is current at all. I don't think that she's changed her hair back. And that's what I think is odd, because when you have dark, dark hair like that, in order to get it back to a light color, like the roots are still like a brown color. It's 
it, it does not. It looks like her hair did before she had it dyed, not like she had it dyed back. The only thing I can tell, I mean, she does have like tan. Like, if we're gonna be real picky about it, she's got tan lines, so that would go with the story that she was in Hawaii. The only thing I can think is like maybe it was like a temporary color that she yeah, had in. That's true. You know, they got that stuff that you can like spray on your hair that it like temporarily keeps you know keeps the color in, but. Because yeah. that color does, like, the blonde that I'm seeing now does look actually not like a total trash mess. And I feel like if she were to have changed her hair color uh, in a hot second like that from dark to super light like that, that it would look a little trashy or a little, like, more hard, road hard. Yeah, you know it's what I mean? just, it's so bizarre. And it, But it, what it does again, and this is the thing that... Whoever is is running her Instagram, I don't know if it's her or somebody on her team or somebody in the conservatorship, whatever, whoever is doing it does not have like a consistent timeline or a consistent like through line of when she's on vacation, when her hair is a certain color and when she's, you know, working out and when she's going to events it's it's so Actually, bizarre to me. Okay, so she must have gotten her hair colored like a, a while back, at least last week. What makes you say that? I mean, the video of her riding on a bike. <gasps> oh yeah, but then okay, but that's a, a repost from when she was on vacation. Okay, she's showing like an old vacation photo. But it says bike riding in my neighborhood is no, no, so no. much fun. Yeah, but the photo after that where it's dark. Oh, of her that's from in when the tree. she was in the... This is so bizarre, you guys. Um, and by the way, that picture that you just referenced of her on her bike. Um, I think I, I noticed this the other day. I thought it was so weird. Bike riding in my neighborhood is so much fun. We, <laughs> she's riding down the hill on her bike. At one time, she slows down and picks out a wedgie. Have you noticed this? That's my favorite part, actually. It's pretty it's the great. Most, because the thing about Brittany is, as much as she tries to fool us, she just, uh, she just, you know. Is she a real girl? She's, she's real. Just picking. Hashtag real. I would, yeah. And whoever real. is behind her, she's not bike riding with anybody. She's being followed in a golf cart. By whoever is I just get the, the impression that her mom is in the golf cart and she's like, mom, I want you to take video of me so I can post it on and show me that I, or show people that I'm real on this bike. It's so weird, you guys. And she literally says bike riding in my neighborhood is so much fun. Dot, 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 dot. Because that's what she always does. We. We. <laughs> W-H-E-E. That's not actually a word. We. <sighs> I just keep getting sad for her. I, just, I mean, at least she's got her phone. And she has cardiovascular fitness. Trust me, you make no mistake about that. When you're on her Instagram, um, you know she's getting her fitness in. Also, I think people are real dumb. Oh, do tell why. Like, the people that follow her, you guys, like, some of you are friends. And you like these things that she does. And then you say things like, you go, girl. And I'm like, but don't you see what's going on? I don't know that everybody's here? paying close attention, Bradley. But they should, like my friend Erin. Girl, I need to talk to her when I get to the gym today. She needs to stop encouraging this behavior. <laughs> I love you just called her out. How about Tony here? Blonde knee. Blonde, oh, blonde knee. Yeah. So that's, that's a like thing. a whole blonde thing. Blonde knee is back. Love you, queen. And they so they'll change anything into. Britney or a lot of commenters will point out that she's 
queen. Queen of whatever she's doing. Queen of tree sitting. Yeah. Queen of bike riding. <laughs> Nature queen. <laughs> uh, and you queen know what that is? Queen of ocean. Queen of our hearts. That is making fun of Sam Asghari, yeah. who, by the way, has been falling down on the job and has not been commenting on her latest post. I think that's because he's too busy trying to get his own career going. Oh, Which yeah. is exactly what he's doing. Too busy talking oh, like, to Priyanka Chopra tonight. follows this. I mean, you guys. Ugh. I mean, we all follow her. Laura. Jeez. People. <laughs> Just calling people out right now. <laughs> Miley Cyrus follows her. Of course she does. The Donna and Steve show follows her. Of course they do. I mean, we follow her. I know. So, you know. You know, twenty two. I don't mind that people follow. I'm just like you guys don't like this behavior because you're essentially liking her dad and the people that are keeping her. I see you, Amber. Oh, geez, <laughs> call them out. out. Okay, out. <laughs> all right then. Uh, okay, hey, but the other, but I do want to call something positive out. Okay, I want to call out all the people who have bought tickets. To Project Down and Dirty Masterpiece. Queen of Masterpiece. You are queen of Masterpiece, yes. Art queen. Um, We can't wait to see you at our gallery opening after we've created beautiful art that we will auction off at our gallery opening. But you can't be there unless you buy tickets. Or can you? Because I understand... We'll be giving away tickets. Start not now. Oh, don't yeah, call. Yeah. Don't call. Don't call. Not don't now. Call. Just go buy your ticket now because I want you to make sure you get a ticket. Exactly. We want to see you there. We'll be uh, reporting for duty next week. Twenty or a week from right now, we will be on our first day of Project Down and Dirty Masterpiece. And we can't wait to see you at that after party, but you got to buy tickets. Just go to mytalk1071.com. Keyword. Keyword masterpiece. When we come back... Um, have you ever said I love you at the end of a phone call to somebody who you weren't actually in love with? Oh. We're going to talk about that after this on My Talk 1071. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.